Tengo el alma enamorada, no más de pensar. Yo solo quiero pegar en la radio. Welcome back to South V8. Hope everyone had a great weekend with me. Always is Jessica. Hi, everyone. And today we have a very special episode. I know I say that about every episode, but I truly, truly mean it. Um, we're going to be talking about our recent experience with Border Kindness Water Drop. Yes, for those of you that didn't listen to our last episode, we had the co-directors of Border Kindness um, tell us a little bit about the work that they do in the desert. And they invited us um, to volunteer. And it was the very first time that we ever did a water drop for David and I. And it was a really meaningful experience. And we just wanted to share it with the whole podcast uh, what our experience was. Yeah, and honestly, uh, as we mentioned before, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um And it was very much from their point of view, but now we're talking about our personal experience, and I think it'll help for people that might be interested that have never done this before. You know, those guys are pros. They've been doing this for a while, and what they said is very meaningful and very true. And now we're just trying to add a little bit of our own maybe fears going into it or our own perspective once we were there. What was your sort of mentality before you were even invited to a water drop, toward like towards water drops? Yes. Uh, I was always interested in doing a water drop. I was just interested because it seemed something nice to do. I mean, a lot of the people, um, some people that I know and people from my family, like we've talked in previous episodes, have done the journey to cross the border. And in a way, I thought it could be like meaningful for me to give something back or to try to help someone. Um, because I, I would have liked for someone to help, you know, those family members of mine in, in a similar way. So that is why I was a little interested. It never happened. Um, you know, because I work weekends and different things. Because your mom was like, you can't go. Yeah. Yeah. There was a conversation with my mom where I told her that I was interested and then she just gave her opinion how, yeah, how she was worried about me doing that. But I was like, no, like, I think it'll be okay. You know, it's a whole, so. So it, you would say you were pretty like, uh, pretty cool with the idea, but also like, yeah, it's, it wouldn't be that bad, mm-hmm. right? Like you could say that you didn't yeah. think it was that bad. But then it just never happened. It just it right. never happened that I actually went through with sending an email or, or actually like signing <laughs> like actually up to something, something yeah. <laughs> and actually you know showing up and doing that. Yeah. Um, it was always a thought that I had of one day wanting you know, to do it. One day. Out. Cool. So you were aware of them though. Oh yes, most definitely yeah. yes. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, a couple years ago about the water drops and say, yeah, same, wanting to do something, but also sort of never signing up for it. Always thinking like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. And then um, a little bit before we even had uh, James and Jacqueline on the podcast, I remember thinking like, wow, that looks intense. Uh, And not necessarily from like a too hard point of view, just like, wow, they're in the desert. You know what I mean? That's not easy. And they're hiking into the desert. They're carrying all these supplies. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I did think that it was a little intimidating just from the perspective of like, you know, they're going out there and doing all this amazing work. I, Of course, I thought it was very important, but I also thought it was kind of scary. And I, I'm someone that I like, enjoys hiking and stuff like that, but I don't love the heat. <laughs> and, you know, I like exercising, but also like routes in my hikes where they tell me, go here, go there. And then the parking lot's over there. So for me, it always seemed a little intimidating. Um, always wanted to do them, but also seemed a little bit intimidating at first, of course. But then, um, so then that was pre even get invited. What about once, you know, Jacqueline James reached out and we're like, you guys should show up. You guys should do this. What, what was going through your head? I thought it was the perfect chance to actually do it if we had a clear uh, point of contact on you know who to sign up with right kind of thing uh but i was still nervous i think i got even more nervous because before it was more of excitement of like oh yeah i want to do something to help others but then now that it seemed a little bit more like oh we actually did sign up for this uh <laughs> it's I gonna did, happen it's gonna happen we're gonna do it uh so i did get a little bit more nervous on um, if i was able to do the hike um we've been on hikes many times mm-hmm. and there's always hikes that go really good and they're 
really nice but then there's hikes that i've done where i do get a little bit like you know too like um i I guess i just start like overthinking or something but i get tired or i get like really hot and my face um gets really red and it's just uncomfortable uh so that's one of the things that worry me the most if i was physically gonna be able to do this hike you know with the heat of the desert because they did tell us that it would be you know over a hundred yeah because it's the desert so that's what i got a little bit worried about yeah i i totally agree i feel like once we got the email and the waiver and everything it became real and it also became uh about like can i do this like can i physically do this and when they break out everything for you, they are very blunt about how your safety is first, right? Like if you're gonna be walking in there with some shitty running shoes, it's just it, that ain't gonna be it, <laughs> you know. And, and not to say that they were putting some kind of wall or they were shunning people away from it, but they were making it very clear. Like, are, can you carry supplies? Are you gonna be able to provide your own water? Um, are you ready? Like, are you too nervous to do this? Like, you should really rethink if, you know, maybe you're a little scared of the whole thing. And those sort of things, not because of the email, but just because of my own personal things, my own internal thing. I got nervous because I was like, damn, can I do this? Like, can people around me rely on me to carry supplies to make sure that I get to from point A to point B and things like that? And again, it might have been a little bit too much overthinking, but I think that happened to a lot of people that might want to volunteer they sort of um, think of the worst, right? You can always only think of like the worst case scenario. And granted, this is us with no, without any experience, without any proper knowledge of what was going to happen when we got there, right? I mean, this is coming from people that kind of go on hikes sometimes because we live in San Diego and that's just something people our age do. Yeah, but even that, like we go on hikes sometimes, but when's the last time we did a hike? In yeah. May. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> we hadn't done a hike since in May. May. And when we did and it, we almost May, died. <laughs> we almost, <laughs> yeah, because it was, uh, so we did this hike and we we didn't know how much we were going down the... So we started at know, top. Yeah, we started we at went top. went down, kind of like Three Sisters for anyone that knows that hike. Uh, it wasn't that one, but it was similar to that. So you start at the top, you go to the bottom, cruising. and then we just kept going to the bottom because we're like, this is so easy. Mm-hmm. We're cruising down. Mm-hmm. But when it was time to turn around and go up, and at this point, you're already tired. The sun is horrible. And so we had a little bit of difficulty in the hike. <laughs> and that was back in May. And previous to that, we do go on hikes every so often, but we're not the kind of couple that goes like every Saturday. Yeah, every, no hashtag fit life or anything like that. Not like no, that. Not at all. So, yeah. So, definitely when we read this email, which was a great email, it has so much information. It it really hits every every um, like worry that you might have. Every question you might and have. And they're really yeah. honest. They're really honest with everything they type to talk about the temperature, estimated temperature that's going to be that snacks, morning. Yeah, they talk attire. about snacks. Uh, what to wear, what shoes to wear. They recommend, like, uh, they give you recommendations or, or like, what to bring. Um, what else was there? Um, there was an idea of what to expect when you showed up as mm-hmm. far as, like, you have to bring a few gallons of water, um, but other other supplies would be provided, right? So you're already walking in with the idea of, like, okay, I have to carry the two to three gallons of water. Mm-hmm. That's the first question you ask yourself. Can I do that? <laughs> yeah, and the night before, so we went to the store. <laughs> went to the store. We got us some um, cliff bars and, like, little snacks to take um, to the desert. And we also got the gallons of water. And then I got my backpack. And that night, I put both of the gallons in the backpack. And then I put it in my bag. <laughs> and I was like, am I able to carry this? Yeah, like, while, truthfully. You know, truthfully yeah. while walking a long distance. And I mean, it seemed like all right. So I was like, okay, the Doable. backpack really helps. <laughs> you yeah. know, it makes it um, not as heavy. So I was like, okay, yeah, I think I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like also, you know, they talk a lot about the uh, attire that you should be wearing. And and they say like things like long sleeves, right? Uh, hats, stuff like that. Because when people think of working out, they think of like tank tops, bikini strap, or not bikini strap, sorry, spaghetti straps, uh-huh. very short shorts, things like that. And you're like, you have to consider the fact that you're going into the desert, sun exposure. Um, you're also walking around a lot of like cacti, things like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't want to be rubbing against like spy- things that will poke you, you know. So, and again, this email is so clear on those sort of things. And mm-hmm. they're like, 
it definitely made me think like, oh, I need a long sleeve. I thought I was going to mm-hmm. wear, you know. So they're very clear on what to expect. And I feel like that was very helpful because I had a lot of questions. That said, as soon as I opened the email, the first thing says we're meeting at five in the morning. <laughs> and I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I was like, damn it. Five in the morning on a Saturday. I was like, oh, I was like, well, we told him we we're going to go. I remember having mm-hmm. this conversation with you like, well, we did tell him we were going to go. You know what I mean? And it just felt like more of a, um, how do you say it? Like, not pressure, but it just felt more like a, we got to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it sucks that we have to be there at five, but we have to do it. And it was the first impression. I was like, oh, it's early. But of course, it's going to be early. You know, you're trying to early. beat the sun. It's the desert. Of course, you want to get get it yeah. done before the sun is too strong. Exactly. So it made a lot of sense, but we're definitely not, or I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. And I mean, you wake up early for work every day. So yeah, but I don't like it. Yeah, but you don't like <laughs> you know it. What I mean? like, it's your day. I don't off. enjoy uh-huh. No, No, not even that. I don't like waking up early on a Monday or a Wednesday. Like I don't yeah. like it at all. So bringing it up, it's one of those things that you're like, dang it, I got to do that. But be conscious that, yeah, you do have to be there early because why are you trying to beat the sun? You're trying to beat the true heat, right? I'm talking 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock when the sun is at the highest and the hottest and the warm, you know, like the driest or the most humid, just the worst part of the sun. That's what you're trying to Mm -hmm. evade. So, again, it made sense. But there was definitely a conversation of like, dang it, five? (laughs) That's meeting time. But let me tell you that once we got there... The view was beautiful because oh, when it. we got there, it was the sun was barely coming out and we really saw the sunrise. We yeah. saw the sunrise like coming out of the time. desert. It was <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah, because we were we we're heading towards the desert. Right. So we're by the water. We're heading towards east towards the desert. So we're like, wow, we're seeing the sun come up, which is a first. Uh, and it was really cool, like truly come out, not out of mountains or anything like that. But almost against the, the horizon, horizon yeah. yeah, like the horizon of the desert. It was, it was it really was a trip. nice. Yeah, and I will really say nice. this though, I personally, there was sort of like a guilt inside of me because I really enjoyed the hike, and I get that that isn't the main thing. Like we're not out there just for the hike, but the outdoorsy person inside of me was like, "Yo, this hike is sick. We're out here early in the morning, seeing cool things like the sunrise, but also." enjoying nature in a way and it's for those supplies it's for help it's for humanitarian reasons but if you're an outdoorsy person i think this is right down your alley yeah you know Mm -hmm. what i mean if you're already gonna go on a hike why not do it helping or for a cause that you believe in because i feel like a lot of people in our community want to help Mm -hmm. but maybe they just don't know where to start or they again they're they have this fear of like i'm just one person what could i possibly Mm do donate your time you know? Yeah, and like we mentioned, each each of us were taking two gallons each in our backpack. And um, when they, I'm sure you saw this in the pictures we share, but in each little box that they that they have, mm-hmm. um, they have a good four or something, yeah, even five gallons. gallons. Yeah. So that means that two people that take two gallons each, that would only fill up one box. Right. Um, so yeah. that is why they need a lot of people to volunteer just to so we, carry supplies. You could say that we filled one. Yeah, we we, we filled, filled one, one stop, mm-hmm. and we we um, hit a couple of them. Like we hit, I think, a total of three or four of them, mm-hmm. right? I think four. Yeah. And and granted, I will say um, our experience uh, is ne- as to like one of the routes they do. I, they made us understand that they do have different types of routes. They said some of them are a little more sandy than others. Some of them are a little more rocky. Some are even more like advanced, and they have a s- sect number of people that like can only do the more advanced ones. But this, uh, the one we did, or the experience we had, was very much desert-like. Just think, a lot of sun, a lot of sand. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's Not, the best much Not much elevation. Not much elevation. Some rocks, mm-hmm. you know. But it was definitely, from what I understand, is definitely very standard for what they do and um but anyway i think we're getting ahead of ourselves that's <laughs> we were still in the pre-doing it right yeah, so okay so you're going you got your shoes you got your backpack you got your water it's 4 30 in the morning and you're driving towards the meeting point what's running through your head i think i was still nervous i was still nervous even when we got to the meeting point and i saw everybody else kind of gathering up in a circle or just preparing and doing mm-hmm. last minute things i was still nervous then um then you got off and you talked to them and then you came back and 
I was like, oh, okay, like, let me go outside and say hi you know, right. to everyone else. And then someone it is came pitch over. Black. It is dark. Yeah. And then someone <laughs> came over and they introduced themselves. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, nice to meet you, blah, yeah. blah. And then, and then it all just kind of, I don't know, I guess like it kind of sinked in of like, okay, let's real. focus on this. You know, let's yeah. focus on like meeting each other, um, hear them out on what last minute announcements they have to say before we get started. Um, so I felt a little bit more calm. Mm-hmm. Um, once I got to meet everyone else, I'm like, oh, okay, it's, it's, a, it's a group because we, I really had no idea how many of us were going to go or how many people there was going to be in the group. If it was just going to yeah, be like, I had no idea. I, I kind of walked in blind and I mm-hmm. think that's part of it because every, every Saturday, um, different amount of people are available. Different amount of people can do this. And obviously the more, the better because of supplies. But I, they've told us that, you know, they've had as few as like five people. And as much as a hundred, <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So like it, it, it all differs, right? Like it just. Um, so we had no idea what we were walking mm-hmm. into. Yeah, and once we were there, and I got to see the group, I was like, "Oh, okay, it's all of us, you know, together. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do this together." Right. Yeah, and uh, so that was the first meeting point, and obviously we start driving east because the desert is where it's at. Because I don't know that hanging out in national city and dropping water off at the 54 was going to do any good right Mm -hmm. like we have to show up to where these routes are where people need the water and i guess that never really crossed my mind it it sounds horrible i get that but i was like well this border's south right but then as someone that heard the stories but never heard the full stories or all of it really i was like right we're going to the desert to where it's fucking hot, like hundred plus. I was like, and the more we drove east, the more I was like, shit, it's gonna yeah, be. We're really going in the desert. Yeah, we're really going in the desert, and it's it sort of like you said, it sort of settled that I was like, wow, we're doing this right. And at that point, we had started carpooling. Uh, we did everything safe, wearing masks because um, of COVID regulations and things like that, and made sure that everything everybody was comfortable, carpooling and stuff like that. Um, and then we started shooting east. And then when we met up over there, that's when everybody kind of started uh, distributing the supplies. We got cans. Uh, we got little packs of hats and socks. And we, that's when everybody really started sort of introducing themselves and how long they had been there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that was really nice. Uh, we did a circle and we just went around. They shared um, how many times they had participated. Mm-hmm. And that was that was nice because it was our first time. And we had people in our group that had done that for years. Yeah. Others that it was like, yeah, others that it was their third, fifth time. So there was a good um, amount of um, people that were beginners or others that had been, you know, volunteering for a long time. So that was also nice because it made me feel a little bit more comfortable with like, Mm. okay, these people know what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're not just going at random. How did that make you feel when you heard people had been done, been doing it for years? Uh, it made me feel that it was really doable. Um, uh, it also made me feel that if they kept coming back for so many years hmm. to keep doing the water drops, then there's something that they see, you know, meaningful right. to them. So it got me really curious to know how I would feel after. Yeah, I, I can totally relate to that. I feel like the more I heard about people doing it for a long time, or even the people that had been learning, like, oh, I've been doing it for five years. I was like, wow, five years. Oh, sorry, five. I've done it for five times. I was like, wow, five times. I was like, I, I, I asked myself, I was like, will I want to come back? Mm-hmm. Like, is that something that I'll want to keep doing? Or is this just a one and done? Like, I, I was thinking, I was having those sort of thoughts in my head. But it was, like you said, it was really cool to hear everybody's, sort of experience and also made everything seem uh more approachable because it wasn't like oh it's only these elite people that do it every day and stuff Mm -hmm. like that you know these look like regular people and a lot of them talking about college and they were talking about their weekend and their job like these were regular people and i was like wow okay like it definitely settled down that i was like okay this isn't some crazy thing that i won't be able to do you know Mm -hmm. seem more approachable for sure and they were super nice. Everybody was super helpful. I remember the moment we got there, everybody was, because um, again, I was, I wasn't sure how to feel about the whole thing. So walking in, I was like, is it okay if I do this? Is it okay if I do that? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> like it's fine. <laughs> they're like, whatever makes you comfortable, like whatever you can take. And they put out cans and I, 
I started putting a bunch of cans in my backpack and they're like, you don't have to do that. <laughs> they're like, it's okay. We're dispersing the weight evenly. Like just, you know, mm-hmm. chill out. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Like, that's really nice. Like that felt nice. And it felt me, I felt a little more encouraged to like, to that everything was going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And then, um, also I was going to mention that we were so half asleep when we, oh, <laughs> when yeah. we got to the meeting point. Yeah. Uh, that by the time we actually got to like before starting, um, that's when we really got to connect with the other people. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and so then we started meeting each other. Uh, we talked about our experience doing it, and then we started heading out. And and right at the uh, right before we headed out, we had the person that was in charge of safety. Uh, they have a course leader or like a. What would you say, like a like guide, leader. guide, a leader of the um, of the water drop, and then they'll have someone in charge of safety. And what does the person in charge of safety do? They make sure that everybody around them, everybody, uh, every volunteer is safe, but also healthy, and to make sure that everybody's capable of doing mm-hmm. or caring or fulfilling the journey, right? Yeah, and when they introduced themselves in in the circle at the beginning, they did. Um, they told us that they had um, extra snacks if if we needed any. Uh, they would they would be taking extra water if um, any of us ran out of water throughout the uh, throughout the um, hike. The, yeah, the hike in the desert. Uh, so they explained to us a little bit of what they were carrying in their backpack and how they could help us in case of an emergency. And what a backpack! <laughs> yeah, what a backpack! <laughs> I don't know. Shout out, Rich. Great guy. Um, he was a safety person for um, for our event, and I don't know if that's every safety person, but he had a backpack that I was like, dude, I can find a chair in that backpack. There was a lot in that backpack, and I was so like, man, true. I can't believe you're going to be doing what we're doing with all that weight. But again, he explained, I have first aid. He had first aid experience, but he had first aid equipment. He had water, snacks, and he was carrying supplies that were also going to be dropped, so I was like, man, that's going to be like some Mary Poppins kind of bag, just mm-hmm. pulling stuff out of there. But again, these are the kind of things that make you feel like, oh, we're safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if uh, anything goes down, this guy's got it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I really like those sort of things because in the back of my mind, I guess I was worried about that because mm-hmm. I brought a little bit of a medical bag myself. So in the back of my mind, I was afraid of that. But then it feels nice to be reassured that they have all those things in mind. Mm-hmm. right they're prepared they know what they're doing and again you feel like okay i'm not in danger mm-hmm. you know like this will be okay yeah and that's another thing that we talked about as well how like what do we take right so when we we're preparing the night before we took a lot of clip bars that necessary because we didn't <laughs> even get that hungry yeah uh but we were like okay we are gonna have the weight of what we're gonna drop off so that's the gallons the cans and all of that and then we wanted to take extra things to to uh, for us you know for in case of an emergency and david took his first aid little kit and then afterwards he's like next time i'm just not gonna take it because they <laughs> got it yeah <laughs> they, they really like, do got it they and have us probably covered. 10 times better than what i could have possibly brought like i brought you know band-aids and a, <laughs> and a gauze like <laughs> i think we're good yeah. uh, you know what i mean so and again those snacks and water that they have aren't to replace everybody mm-hmm. they're just extra snacks and extra yeah. water mm-hmm. so highly recommended that you still bring your own water highly recommended you oh, still yeah. bring your own snacks yes, especially bring water <laughs> yeah especially preference i will say like maybe you're a cliff bar person but maybe you're a donuts person i don't know like whatever you oh i never ate my donuts you never ate your donuts they were at the bottom of the backpack <laughs> so whatever you're into you know your body more than anyone else right you know what's gonna help you right what's gonna push you through um, you know what's too heavy you know what's too light um so it was really cool that but again like i said it was really cool to know that they had your back mm-hmm in a backpack yes. <laughs> so anyways uh still pre heading out and even how they organize themselves so the lead um we were most of the time going like in a like in a line right. and the lead was at the beginning of the line and the safety person was towards the back yeah and um i guess watching out watching out. out yeah looking out and seeing if anyone was like being left behind or anything like that mm. he was you know making sure that we were all in a group yeah. so even that was like really um Right. It just made it, it made it seem safe. Yeah, you were in this like cushion, 
uh-huh. of like, you know where you're going and you know that you're protected. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we start heading out. We get to our first job and we, you know, we start seeing evidence that this cancer is being used. The water is being drank and you know, you, you start assessing the situation, start picking up trash, and they start taking in toll of what's being used and stuff like that. And that's one of the most impactful moments for me because uh, it made me realize, like, wow, people are using these things. Like, wow, we're really dropping stuff off that people will take advantage of. Mm-hmm. And I guess it didn't, hadn't, and I knew what we were doing, but it hadn't hit me until I saw those empty water bottles. Yeah. That I was like, yo, shit, man, how thankful how grateful would those people have been you know after their journey or during their journey to have found that water that food hat etc yeah yeah seeing all of that just laying down in the desert it it really does like hit you or like it impacts you in some way Uh, for me it was seeing clothes when we started seeing like um socks socks and bandanas just kind of they like just you know spurst out and mm-hmm. um i was like someone was wearing this yeah and um maybe they changed them or something and and it was left behind but it, that there's actually people here that are benefiting from the boxes that they're leaving and the water that they're dropping and the food and that is when it was even more um like it was almost like a kick of motivation of like, okay, let's keep going. Let's go to yeah. the next one and keep dropping things off. Yeah, this stuff is being uh-huh. used and it needs to be replaced. Yeah. And another thing about that is I remember when we were going to our first to our first stop, um, it was, I, I didn't know how long of a walk it was going to be, but it, it was actually not too far out. And once we got there, we did wait, you know, we were just there for a while. So it was like resting time. And yeah. we picked up trash. I actually didn't know we were going to be picking up trash. But now I see why. Because all those things that have been consumed. So let's say that someone did eat like um, one of the cans. Um, they would just be like laying around. So we would pick up that trash and yeah. bring it all the way back. Exactly. Us. That's not even something I considered. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you think you're just going to drop it off. But of course there's going to be trash around. Like things are getting used and stuff like that. But if, like you said, we just didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. So then when they said bring trash bags, it's like, oh, now it makes sense. Yeah. Now <laughs> right? I know why we need Right now we know why we need trash bags mm-hmm. because we're putting everything back. So that that felt cool too because we're like, yo, we're taking the shit that like, like we're not leaving anything behind. Like mm-hmm. this is specifically for humanitarian work. And then we're taking the trash with us to make sure that we're not affecting contaminating contaminating, affecting any wildlife or anything like that like this Mm -hmm. isn't about leaving trash behind or making a mess or anything like that so yeah yeah but every stop that we made it was we would um yeah take a pause and kind of like that was also surprising work together and yeah you know try to find any any trash that we saw like around or um it was it was really good to have those stops because um it made everything kind of like go by faster in a way. Yeah. And you really get to talk to them and talk uh-huh. to them about like why they do this. And what I meant by surprising is like, I, I guess I never really thought that we'd be having breaks. Mm-hmm. I thought we were doing a straight shot, throwing the water bottles and just like running the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so when we got there, we did the inventory, dropped off the equipment and stuff like that. We also took a water break and we took a shade break and we really assessed and they would keep asking us, like, how are you doing? Like, you're doing okay? You have enough water? You have enough snacks? Like, it, it's so far until the next one. So they kept checking in on us. And that felt really cool because um, it just feels nice to know that they're looking out for you. Yes. You know what I mean? Most definitely, yeah. And there was a point in, in the in the day that I I did start feeling a little bit too hot. Like, because <laughs> by this moment, the sun was a little bit more stronger. And We're talking like high there's 90s. There's no much shade. Because when we degrees. started, there was a little bit of shade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then shade got less and less. And then at some point, there was no shade at all. And um, so we're walking. And I and I do have like good sun protection and all. But this happens to me in every hike or um, even when I exercise or go to the gym that I my face does get like super red. Yeah. And, and if, if you they don't know you or they don't know that that happens to you, I will say it looks a little like you're going to pass out. Yeah. <laughs> but she won't. She won't, though. It just looks 
mm-hmm. a little aggressive, but you know, just something she flares up. It's just something that happens yeah. to her, and she knows how to manage it. Mm-hmm. But from the outside, it might seem yeah. And it happens to me even in other scenarios because sometimes it happens to me when, when I drink a lot of alcohol when I'm in like in a space that it's really hot. Like it's yeah. just like I I flare up, <laughs> yeah. and I'm here walking in over a <laughs> hundred yeah you know hit weather <laughs> and of course i knew i know when that's happening because my face does feel uncomfortable it does feel like really hot and all but it's something that i can push through and just not think about it and like keep going but anyway so that was happening i was feeling a little uncomfortable because of the sun but I was like, no, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. So I kept walking. Uh, but then I started walking, like, a little slower. So I was not at the end of the of the group. Yeah. Um, but not where we were usually just, like, the people that we were walking by. And then I tell David to just, you know, make a pause and, like, stop for a little bit. Um, and then it was really nice because everybody um, asked me, well, the people that were behind us asked me if um, how I was doing, if I was doing good. And I was like, no, yeah, I'm fine. And then right away, they, <laughs> they yeah, just started we helping. Knew it, we had uh, a safety guy right next to us mm-hmm. and like, hey, what's going on? And then he just pulled out an umbrella, pulled out some water, pulled out a nice little bandana wet it put it on your neck like before she knew it she was like yeah, in like, a spa <laughs> i kept telling everyone like oh no no i'm fine no i'm good you know like it's just yeah. it's just got hot and then they he kept like getting things out of the backpack and, <laughs> and i was just staring yeah but at this point i was like okay like i'm curious you know like yeah, yeah help me you know like maybe i am getting yeah. um you know like it was a little uncomfortable because it, it was, was getting too hot yeah um so they gave me this like yeah like this little it, it wasn't a bandana but i guess it's something that they get like um, it's cold like a water thick on. fabric um uh, i don't know i don't even know how to describe it's like it. a little towel i guess like a it's thick a towel like fabric a little towel. Long towel and he put cold water he pulled up like cold water out of his backpack <laughs> <laughs> and at this point like we all took waters but they were not cold anymore because um you know we we walking in the desert so he got cold water and he put it around my neck and it felt amazing. Yeah. <laughs> felt amazing. And then he gave me cold water, put some on my face. Mm-hmm. Um, other people started putting um, cold water like in their hat or in or and Yeah, because yeah. when it became about you, like helping you, everybody else was like, all right, well, then let's take a water break. You know, and then they started passing out the water to make sure everybody was still hydrated and make sure because it was hot again. It was really hot. And one of the things they said was, we'd rather make a bunch of little stops than one big stop because someone passes out, right? Or because mm-hmm. something went really, really wrong. Yeah. So, and again, we're hiking. I know what's going on with her because I know her. She knows what's going on with her. But it was nice to be like, you know what? It is hot. Why don't we take a little yeah. bit of a break? Because we, I, I think... You were still pushing yourself, like mm-hmm. despite the uncomfortableness, you were still pushing yourself because you see that everybody's not struggling or not visually struggling. Mm-hmm. So you think I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Or like I should keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also pulled up this umbrella, which I was very surprised because yeah. I and I never thought that could be used, but it was an umbrella that helped protects you from the sun. Yeah. So they put me with a little umbrella, and I was sitting down. They gave me five minutes to, um, mm-hmm. like just um cool down and everybody else was also like resting so we were all like resting and like i said before this has happened to me in other hikes where i just get like very like red and flare up and start getting tired but what i realized is that they really helped me like at the best point because i was able to cool down and then i kept going from then on it never got worse i just kept going i was able to finish everything um and in other hikes that we've done by ourselves like the one in, we did in may we just kept pushing 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 and it was horrible like my whole way back um it was just it kept getting worse and worse and worse yeah. and even if we tried to like um like throw water in our faces and whatever to like um get the temperature to lower down we couldn't and this is in may you know this is in may when we were, we were just by ourselves so now that I hike with like professionals, Profe- yeah. <laughs> now that I was like doing. with people that do this every weekend or not every weekend, but I'll, you know, pretty often, often yeah. um, and are prepared and are prepared. I was like, you really need to like watch over your, like how your body temperature is yeah. doing and how you're doing physically and let them know. And it's fine to Speed let them up. know. And then they're going to help you and then you're going to be able to continue. 
Yeah. And at first, I think, and this is, again, this is just my thought, because I remember when they got close to us with the shade and all that sort of stuff, you looked at me kind of like, dang it, like, we're stopping. And I could see it in your yeah, face and you felt yes, guilty. Yeah, it's a little like, guilty. damn it. Uh, and you didn't say anything because you were being a team player, but you also looked at me kind of like, fuck, I can't believe I'm the reason you're stopping. Uh-huh, you just don't want to be that that one person that I get it. makes I, everybody stop. <laughs> and I, I was like, kind of like, yeah, but also, hey, they're helping. And let's just see where this goes. And then, but I will say, though, after that, how did you feel? Did you feel judged? Did you feel like Not they made all. you feel like you... Dang it, you're the reason we're anything like that. Not at all. Everybody appreciates a break. And I think it was just like <laughs> the right excuse to, yeah. uh, to like to stop. Um yeah, but I don't know, like part of me did had um I definitely did feel a little bit like bad that we had to stop. And I know that everybody's um trying to finish before the sun gets too strong mm-hmm. or they were trying to hit like certain spots and um and it did cross my mind of, uh, you know, because of me, we had to okay. stop and we were losing time. But then afterwards, everybody kept making me feel comfortable. They um, they were just like checking up on me and they made conversation with me because mm-hmm. uh, towards the end, um, it was more of a flat like surface. So everybody was just like talking with each other. And yeah. I got to um, have conversations with other people from the group that I hadn't met. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, okay, like everybody's like cool with me. And yeah. it was fine. You know what? Also, I will say it was really cool to know that our leader was taking our opinion into consideration because they would keep saying like, hey, like this is the this is our goal for the day. Uh, but we will reassess at this point. And then we would get to that point and be like, okay, we still have to shoot this amount of miles this way. What do you guys think? And they'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like I think we're fine. And then we would move again, and they would ask us, like, are you sure? Or we can take this route back to the cars or take an even deeper route. And then the people would be like, oh, I don't know, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what happened with you, uh, where we stopped a little bit, and that's when they were like, well, there's also a closer route, and we can take this route. You know, So we mm-hmm. kept adapting. Like, there isn't this pressure to meet the goal and hit mm-hmm. all five or seven or ten things that we have to do. The leader and the safety, uh, people in charge of safety and leading were very conscious that they had to adapt to the group of people that they had. Mm-hmm. And as we went along, we would hear conversations of people saying, like, thank God, I just can't need to get to the car. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, awesome, that's cool. Like, yeah. okay, we're all tired. Like, it, And again, it really humbled everything because it was like, yo, this isn't easy, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, not, it's not like... Uh, were the worst people ever just because we needed a water break mm-hmm. so i thought i thought it was really cool yeah and it, sometimes it can be hard to speak up and say like oh i need a break mm-hmm. because you're going in a group um but after after we stopped because of um because they helped me out uh there was another time where someone else um stopped to just for like a water break and i was like oh okay we're getting comfortable yeah, getting breaks fine. now <laughs> yeah, yeah everybody's cool Mm-hmm. yeah and and again when you're not sure and they mentioned like no one wants to be the weakest link right no one mm-hmm. wants to seem like the oh it's me right but again the more little breaks you take the less big breaks you have to take mm-hmm. for shit to go down right um another really cool thing that happened during the uh the hike was that our leader kept taking routes and they would get ahead a little bit and they would check sort of the route of again these aren't established routes these aren't <laughs> potato chip or callus yeah. you know they don't have markers there's no like, like to two, know where you're two, going like 0.5 miles <laughs> <laughs> exactly like they know what they're going because they've done these routes and they have maps and they're very well prepared but you as a person visually you can't tell where you're going so you're just sort of following your leader and the cool thing is that every time we uh confront sort of an issue or uh, a rock formation or anything like that they would take the route and then come back and be like, okay, this is the best route. Mm-hmm. Or you know what? Let's not do that. Let's do this. And that was really cool too because I was like, oh, okay. They're they're not just throwing us into the abyss and mm-hmm. hoping everybody can figure it out. No, they're like planning ahead, making sure everybody's safe. And again, they just kept checking in on us. They kept saying like, you doing okay? We're going to do this. They would never leave you sort of in the dark. Yeah. 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 And they would like, you know, like, oh, this side seems a little bit more rocky. This is more of mm-hmm. like climbing. 
and there was one person in our group that shared that they don't like um like when it's um loose dirt or like um yeah like rocky sand. yeah loose sand um and so they would go through like more of the climbing one uh but i think that's good because they're giving you options like you could take this way um yeah. which is just to like you know go or climb something uh we're still in a group but it's just like different um like different tiny, routes yeah different yeah. little routes just to get to the top um but i remember like when we climbed the first um it was it was in a well, I guess it was a rock, right? The first time yeah, we climbed like something, wall, like, like a little wall. wall. Yeah, rock wall. Yeah. I felt like it was like 100 feet tall. <laughs> yes. The first time we climbed one, I looked at it and I was like, wow, I, I got to do it. You know, without even thinking about it. It was just like, okay, I'm just going to shoot for it. Mm-hmm. And I started going up and I have my hiker shoes. Like <laughs> I would little spikes and everything and they work great. Yeah. And then once i was once i made it up to the top i was like there's no way my regular nike workout shoes or your vans or my vans and that speaks a lot about being properly prepared you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i understand that like not everybody might have the privilege or the um the finances to buy brand new hiking shoes or anything like that but like they sell hiking shoes at walmart you know you can find some cheap ones on amazon like i think it is uh, it's good to understand that you do have to be prepared in some essence, right? Like you don't want to go in there again, like you're being exposed to the um, to the elements out there. Um, so you have to take into consideration like going in vans in a tank top might not be the best mm-hmm. thing. And again, this is, isn't to discourage people. It's just to make them aware, right? Yeah. That like your safety should be your biggest concern. Like They are very appreciative that you want to help. But you're not going to be much help, right? If you're rolling an ankle halfway through. Yeah. And they make you, again, they make you that, they make that very clear pre, um, pre-hike and everything. Um, but not when we were there. I think that's when we realized like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And going back to that email that we talked about where they throw out like every concern. And we did see that shoe, like that they specifically yeah, they say, say that they don't no recommend. No Nike uh-huh. free shoe. Mm-hmm. I guess just like running shoe, like yeah. low cut running shoe. And now we see why, because it's very true. You would have a very difficult time or maybe not even be able to climb this, um, you know, just a few rocks that you hit on the way. Or mm-hmm. like we said, there's not really a trail. So there might be just rocks and loose, loose rocks. And you kind of have to like uh, brushes and, and uh, exactly. Um, so, yeah. So definitely if you feel or that if you do want to volunteer, that's, one advice that i would tell yeah. you like get the right shoes <laughs> get good shoes yeah you know, goodwill has uh hiking shoes uh yard sales the swap meet i mean i'm talking i'm not talking rei you know <laughs> outlander shoes that are like six hundred dollars i'm talking like a, a couple bucks at your local goodwill or go to swap me always has everything you know what i mean and that goes also for a good backpack Mm-hmm. Um, I realized my backpack is not good enough for carrying stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good for your everyday laptop sort of stuff, but it's not good for carrying two gallons and snacks. Yeah, I took <laughs> the backpack that I used in college, and I still have <laughs> the it. one with holes in it. Yeah, my backpack <laughs> has been with me through so many trips, and yeah, yeah and it's really old. Um, you, one of the zippers, if you open it, um, the it's it, it it has a big hole in it <laughs> but i love this backpack and it's been tr- with me s- with so many adventures and that's the backpack i took yeah. and when i put the two gallons of water it did cross my head i'm like what if it just snaps like <laughs> on one shoulder you know what if it breaks yeah. and again, but no it did great i mean it's, it's yeah. it still works you know yeah. it's a good backpack and it was a good starting point and it wasn't until we got there and realized what else we could have brought that i was like oh yeah we Maybe you should look into investing. Like, if you want to keep doing this, maybe mm-hmm. look into investing, like, into a bigger and nicer backpack. Maybe something better with, like, lumber support. <laughs> mm-hmm. A couple more clips, you know. But, again, um, just a st- it was good for a starting point, And I think that was. Um, but I will recommend good shoes. Mm-hmm. Good and, and something else, because we keep talking about what you're carrying, you know, like, the, the mm-hmm. gallons and all of that. But just have in mind that every stop we make, we yes. would unload a couple um yeah, like a, one gallon or some cans. Supplies. So you would unload weight from your backpack. And everybody kind of takes turns. So it's pretty mm-hmm. even that we're dropping off things even. Mm-hmm. Um, So your weight load, um, it's less and less and less, like equally. And, uh, and I don't know if you noticed, but they kept asking us and Christine, the other new girl, mm-hmm. 
if uh, if we had already unloaded. Mm-hmm. They made sure, like, because there was a lot of people in the group, but, like, they made sure we, the new people, were unloading first before everybody started taking stuff out because they've done it. They know what they can handle. They know where they're going. So they made sure that we were okay. So then it was pretty cool that, like, they let you be yeah, one of the I first people the first to drop one, off. Huh? So then, and then you take off that gallon, and you're like, damn, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> just one gallon made a huge difference. Yeah, and it, it really helps. And then you have to consider that as the, you keep going deeper into the hike, you are unloading more and more things. So then mm-hmm. you start getting in, you're drinking more water, so your water gets lighter. Yeah, your water stuff gets like lighter, that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we start heading towards the end. Um, you know, we're clearing out we can see the cars <laughs> in mm-hmm. the back and at this point you know how are you feeling like you can see the cars you can see that it's almost over what's going through your head uh it was i felt proud of myself it was an accomplishment that i was able to i think once we got to the very last stop that's when i was like oh my god we did it you know we did it yeah. we unloaded everything we had left and then we started going towards the cars and the end was very mellow like it was everybody was relaxed and we were just yeah because you could see the end because you could see the end uh-huh yeah so it was it was a good um i don't know like i don't know how to express it but it, it just i felt proud and accomplished basically yeah no i agree i feel like again we we kept talking about how we noticed that we were making a difference you know um we see evidence of the um supplies being used you know even to our last stop we saw socks and cans open and stuff like that and we we're like oh wow like that can is going to be replaced with another can so the next person that needs it they'll have it you know mm-hmm. and um yeah and even when there wasn't supplies that were being used like water the water was still being replaced for fresh water because granted the water of course is in the sun and in our heads <laughs> i know we had this conversation we're like why are we just leaving it in the sun? <laughs> but it's like, where else would you leave it? Like, you can't, there's no shade. And if you hide it too much, no one's going to find it, right? Yeah. But, you know, these routes are constantly being um, replaced or the supplies are constantly being replaced. So when there was water, you we would take out the old water, leave new water to make sure that everything was fresh, everything was healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we were taking the trash with us. I mean, after, like, we left with, like, four big old bags of trash. And yeah. we're not just taking trash, our trash. We found a lot of, like, balloons. Because <laughs> I guess they end up in the desert, like, uh, helium balloons and stuff like that. So we're walking. We've seen trash. We're picking it up. You know, so that was really cool, too, to know that we're sort of just walking, making a difference in a lot of different aspects. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so we make it to the car, you know. And I think I definitely felt, like you mentioned, a sense of accomplishment, it was a really cool challenge for myself, but also it was really fulfilling to know that, you know, even on one Saturday, anyone that uses any of the supplies that I help provide, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, they could be the life, the difference between life or death. We were out there for maybe four hours, five hours, maybe less. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like four hours. Yeah, I think it was like four hours. Four or five hours. And I can only imagine I couldn't possibly imagine what it would be to be out there for four days mm-hmm. you know not knowing because these are it's not like people know that those supplies are there these are things that fall from the sky to them you know they stumble upon them and i'm sure that they um they're truly appreciated and again life-changing life or death situations so it's really um it was just it meant a lot mm-hmm. you know especially for us that we have people in our family that have gone through that and it was just it was special. It was very special. And I honestly, I, I was hooked. I was like, I need to be back. Mm-hmm. That was nothing. Like, that five hours that I volunteered was nothing. And it could mean so much for some people. Yeah. Yeah, same. I I would definitely come back. Yeah. I would come back. And I think now, after my first experience, I would come back even more ready with like my oh, yeah. own little supplies on how to keep my temperature you know like at a good um like cool um but yeah like it just like it, thinking about how we if any of the things that dropped off helps at least one person you yeah. know like at least one person will run into it the things we dropped it. off then it was worth it yeah um 
but and this is something that they do every Saturday, different locations, yeah. different people that different leaders, and all different, different leaders and all. Yeah. But um, Boulder Kindness does water drops every, every Saturday. Every Saturday, and yeah, it's just like it's it's there for anyone that wants to volunteer and anyone that wants to. They're so welcoming on just you know bringing you over and accepting for you to help them. Like you don't need a background check or <laughs> you know like anything yeah. like that. If there's anything you take out from this podcast is that. You know, wherever you are experience wise or readiness wise, they'll take you to help you to make sure you're safe. It'll be a safe experience, but it'll also be a very impactful one. Uh, not just for you, for the for the people that benefit from the supplies. And, you know, a lot of people say in our generation is very involved uh, socially, I think. Um, but let's get those you know, social issues outside of Twitter and start doing something, you know, let's put what's on the ground. Let's make a difference in our neighborhood. It just you know think local or sorry think globally act locally mm-hmm. um and i think that it might seem intimidating but if we could do it mm-hmm. <laughs> i think anyone can yes you know what i yeah. mean yeah yeah no it it feels very very nice to finally take action yeah because like you mentioned like we there's so many times that you you want to help a cause and you keep promoting them or like especially like in our podcast you know we promote things and we tell other mm-hmm. ones know about resources and all but it 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 does make a huge difference when you finally act do it do it and you take action yeah. and you're there and it just it feels a hundred times like better better uh-huh. yeah and um you know, if you if anyone has any questions, comments, concerns, you guys can reach out to us. Um, but if you have more specific questions as far as like the water drop itself, uh, you guys can always reach out to James and Jacqueline. Uh, all their information we tagged on our last post uh, or the post of this episode and also the post of our last episode. They'll have their DM there and you guys can reach out to them. I know they're open to having any questions, concerns or anything like that. But if you guys want to know anything more about our experience, our own personal experience, of course, reach out. We love to hear from you guys. Um, I hope this helped. I hope this encouraged anyone uh, to go out. But maybe hiking isn't your thing, but you have an extra hat or some extra socks or you can afford to buy a couple gallons of water. Please, please, please reach out to Border Kindness and the Water Drop um, and let them know, you know, that you can help and which ways you can help because help is needed and you know, every life is important, and I think we have to understand that humanitarian work is very important. Um, we just have to look out for one another, you know, people helping people. 